I believe in inspiring people to be the person they aspire to be by doing the things they desire to do. This podcast is an additional platform to help me do just that. I know a lot. I've done a lot. I do a lot. By sharing my experience with you all will be the highlight of my day. I will also have family, friends, and colleagues share their knowledge and experiences with me. You think you know me, but you don't know the half. Welcome to Vail's World. It's the team. Yo, 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 it's your boy Lavelle D. Munger, your host for Vail's World Podcast. And yes, we have another amazing episode. But before we get started, make sure y'all follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Vail's World Podcast. And if you're feeling generous, you want to send a nice long message, you want to be a sponsor of an upcoming episode or a guest, shoot us an email at Vail's World Podcast at ldmunger.com. For those that's new, we'll have a good read, we got what's popping, and then we'll go hit y'all with the hot topic. Let's get on with the show. So today's good read, Einstein, His Life and Universe by Walter Isaacson. And y'all about to hear him a lot, because he has so many dope biographies, right? But this is just one of many. So it dives into the thoughts and the questions that we may have of how does his mind works and what made him a genius? Isaac Sun's biography shows how his scientific imagination sprung from the rebellious nature of his personality to this fascinating story and a testament of connections between creativity and freedom. And it's based on some newly released letters, not only from him, but from what he received as well. Some of the things that I really love about this book is how it navigates between his scientific nerdy side to his life. So we learned about his wives. We learned about his children. We learned about his interactions socially. And we also learned about how smart the method behind the madness and how he transitioned that desire to not conform into science, into society, into politics and government which is an amazing story, one of the most brilliant minds in recent history. And just knowing that he took his last breath in 1955 is even more fascinating. So if anybody that's into arts, that's into science, that's into entertainment, that's that's into politics, this is a good read for you as it expands outside of the realm of how we've been forced to consume Einstein through academia, this is a good read for you. Again, Einstein, His Life and Universe by Walter Isaacson. So if you all feeling a good read, make sure y'all hit us up on all our social media platforms as Vail's World Podcast. And if you want to have a little message, you have a little book suggestion, don't hesitate to shoot us an email at Podcast at ldmonger.com. Now what's Popping. Whew, as we end the year, it is some crazy stuff going on. So, former NBA G Leaguer Chance Comanche admits a planning homicide. So, somehow they are in Vegas and he was messing with two sex workers. One claims to be his girlfriend. One was upset about a watch and she said it was going to be some smoke for, I guess, the girl he liked the most. I'm so confused about this story. Anywho, the one that he liked the most, they had planned. They came together and planned to kill the other girl. 
And they got her in a car, basically on some, hey, we finna, you know, we got a client for you, and strangled her and dumped her off. This guy is just on a different level of different levels. They dumped her in a ditch, threw some rocks over. He went back to the hotel. Next day, he put up 20 and 10, and December 15th, they came and got him, and I'm assuming that's where he admitted to all his wrongdoing. He has a lawyer right now. Don't know what that's for if he already admitted, but that's that. Crazy things going on in the world right before holidays. And then I don't know what's going on. So for those that are informed about the AP courses and the woke agenda and things like that, apparently the organization that's over the AP courses, specifically African-American studies, have revised the curriculum based on some of the revisions that the governor's school board made, and this has been a national thing. So now there's like a tassel of who is responsible for changing it. Of course, the organization say, hey, it was just time for an update. And then conservative people are just like, oh, we forced them to change it because this shouldn't have been there anyway. Been huge claims that, that the curriculum wasn't informative. It was there to divide the country and all that jazz. So, hey, they revised it. I haven't had time to look at it just yet, but I'm interested in seeing what the new curriculum looks like. I know some of the big points that the governor here in Florida really wanted to focus on was the Black Lives Matter and the LBGTQ plus community that was within the curriculum. So I'm interested in seeing what that looks like now because apparently it got the okay. So it will be an all of the curriculums for 2024. So, hey, now they can argue of who won and what winning really looks like. And then something that's continued to fester, the Harvard's first black president has been under pressure to resign. We had one president that resigned already. I believe she was at the University of Pennsylvania. And now they are trying to force the president of MIT and the president of Harvard out of there because of their comments that they made about protesting on campus grounds for those that are aware of everything that's going on in Gaza at the moment with the war. So you have people that are pro-Israeli and Jewish, and you have people that are pro-Palestinian, pro-Arabic. And reading the Einstein book, now I can mix this in there. This has been going on for a long time, since like the 1940s, probably before that. But he made some instances in the book as it pertains to it really becoming an issue and that if the Arabic and the Jewish community can't figure it out and get together, that it will be a disaster. So this was in the 1930s, 1940s, all the way to his death. He warned us about this. And now years later, we continue to fuel that engine. And now we're here. Many lives are continued to die every day because of the nonsense that's going on there. And I wish that we can find a way to come together in this space instead of having the powers that be divide us. So now we have the first black president at Harvard being scrutinized for her comments as it pertains to genocide. If anyone's informed about protests on campus, you have the Arabic community, you have the Jewish community pretty much taking a stance on how they feel about what's going on in Gaza. That's what happened. She pretty much just said freedom of speech and they are allowed to say what they want loans as it doesn't influence bullying, violence, or murder right? Which makes sense on any college campus. But from there, they couldn't get her on that. So now they have her dissertation that's out. And then they try to say plagiarism. 
So they reviewed it and they realized that it wasn't plagiarism. It was just simple human error as it pertains to a couple citations. So she went back, made those adjustments. And for those that know about digitations, you have a large team of people that review those. A lot of academic scholars that review those. You actually defend it in front of so many different individuals that have so much influence and, and knowledge. So it's not just a one person thing. It's like a whole process. So if you're saying that this is plagiarism, now you are pointing fingers at all of the people that had to review this dissertation and that was in the space as this individual defended it. All over a simple mistake that could have went over everybody's head. And a Apparently it did. So now she made a correction. So now she's two thumbs up and I'm excited. I support her. I hope that she continues to make those people upset. We need representation in these higher spaces, not just because of skin tone, but because of the diversity of minds and the access that it brings to others. Whew. Man, it was a lot that's popping. But if y'all want to let me know what's popping in y'all world, feel free to hit us up on all our social media platforms. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Vales World Podcast. And y'all can leave a comment right there in the Spotify for podcasters. Just letting you know, shoot me an email at Vales World Podcast at LDMonger.com. Not a hot topic. Ah. See, I ain't really had to talk about what's going on with me because what's going on with me ain't got nothing to do with what's going on with you. I'm just kidding. It has everything to do with my baby sister. Man, if y'all haven't had an opportunity, my baby sister came over about two years ago. We was able to make an episode. Really didn't even know what was going on. She just wanted to come to Florida. We was able to kick it for the weekend. And it happened to be Mother's Day weekend. And it was the first Mother's Day after my mom died. So things just worked out perfectly. Glad she was able to be here for comfort. Glad that I was able to have her here as comfort. Now she graduated. Like my baby sister graduated from college. I love to thank everyone out there that helped make this happen from my family and friends, from her friends that she was able to gather through time. It was definitely a joint effort to get us here. I'm a thug, so I didn't cry externally, but I definitely had tears of joy and big brother proud moment <laughs> um, like anyone else would. And her journey to like graduation has been a lot she spoke about it on the podcast. She, you know, contemplated suicide, made attempt. She transferred schools, ended up going to Mizzou. She went to school originally on a wrestling degree at Central Methodist University in Missouri. After just one year of doing female wrestling, she's just a, a strong person. Bought her first car the year my mom died and I fronted her some money so she can get her first laptop so she could be able to do work. And I always tried to instill responsibility in her and a codependence because I always wanted her to be able to stand on her own and have the skill set to figure it out, but also know that there's people that love you, that care for you, that's willing to support you. All you have to do is continue to do the right thing and do your best, and we are there. Her graduating shows me that the sacrifice was worth it. Her sacrifice, the skill set that she have to connect with people on a higher level than I was able to do ever. Her walking across that stage is a true testament of Bridget's kids' ability to figure it out. Raising my sister, man. Seeing her being so young, I used to rap, so of course she wanted to rap. I do photography, so of course she wanted to do photography. 
I went to college, so of course she wanted to go to college. And the most fascinating thing is that I remember when I got put out of school in the eighth grade and I went to alternative school. So around this time, she had to be every bit of like four or five. And my mom had brought her, of course, to drop me off at alternative school so they can meet the teachers, the principals and sign up and things of that nature. It was in a small church off California and I forgot the side street. I don't want to say Cherokee, but it was pretty close to Cherokee. And when they were leaving, she was crying because she wanted to stay in school. Like this little girl loved school her entire life. And it's probably because she was in daycare since she was very, 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 very small. So she always been in some type of learning environment in a sense. And to see the things that she was doing in high school was amazing. From leading protests to being a multi athlete from basketball to wrestling to lacrosse to anything that to keep her busy from the devastating suicidal loss of her close friend and being able to bounce back from that like she's been great it's some things that's like questionable like oh my god i tortured her at times but i just didn't want her to be soft and (laughs) that's the only thing that i knew um at the time and it worked out like it worked out I just love seeing the person that she became. I know on Valentine's Day when I was in undergrad, I buy her a teddy bear, some chocolate or something. On birthdays, I try to do something for her and it worked out. Like her, her dad died when she was eight and that devastated her. And some other stories behind that that just kept putting her in a a sunken place. So as a male, I wanted to ensure that she had a man's presence, a man's love, so she can identify what love looks like from a man and that she know I always have her back. And she see how I show up for my sisters, my grandmother, my aunts and her. So she has the foundation of knowing what a man's love support looks like. So for those that don't know, I went to college 2009. I didn't stay. I stayed that first year. I dropped out, did what I had to do for about a year and a half, was inspired by the death of a close friend of mine to go back to school. Finally figured that out, went back to school and started taking it serious. One of the hardest things that I had to do was remove myself from the father figure that I gave myself in order to protect and raise my baby sister. I had to sacrifice some years to ensure that I laid the foundation to give my family everything that they needed and everything they needed to experience in order to feel motivated and inspired to do better. It was the most selfish thing that I have done in my life. It was the most troubling thing that I have done in my life personally. It was the most sad this thing that I have done in my life because I love my baby sister and I feared for everything that she had experienced in my departure. But I'm excited that the foundation that we were able to lay from a young age, from when I moved back with my mom, it's paid off. She definitely fought in high school. I wasn't doing half the things she was doing and trinkled on to college. She made the news for some of the racial tension that continued to happen in Columbia. But to see my baby sister been interviewed on the news, putting her face out there as an individual that has feelings and thoughts about what's going on. And for her to be able to articulate that well enough for it to be shown on the news is impressive. And not only was this this day of graduation was just a graduation. Her her boyfriend at the time hit me up a while back. He was like, hey, bro, I'm thinking about proposing. I'm like, well, what money? Like, what, how? Like, what, what, what? 
I like, did you really think about it? And all this other fun, you know, the questions that a big brother's supposed to ask. And he's like, yeah, man, I think I'm going to do it. So then he circled back a month before the graduation and gave me the update. And I was like, you know, you got my blessings, brother. You know, y'all go figure it out. One thing I know about my baby sister, she go figure it out. She's loyal. And for her to introduce me to you, you must be somebody that she respects and honor and plan on being loyal to for however long it may be. So we are all there. My little sister, she getting on my nerves because she is in charge of coordinating everything and her level of anxiety with event planning is just there, which is understandable. Working with a lot of event planners, I know how it is, but you know, sometimes like lady, chill. So we going through all that. She doesn't know at all. During the graduation stuff, I was able to take pictures of that. So I brought the camera to kind of serve as a decoy. So we had that going on, captured some of the great moments at the graduation. And then everybody heads to the secret hideout, which happened to be one of the biggest churches in Columbia because my baby sister, her boyfriend, my little sister, they got friends everywhere in the church community. And of course, they was going to find the biggest church in Columbia to love, to cherish, to support, to help them figure it out because that's just what they do so we're at the church i am looking at the god doing gps because i have her location and i'm just waiting and waiting and waiting and i'm like let me look at the location so i look at the location and they are at sonics why the hell they at sonics i have no idea but he decided to take her to sonics because she wanted to go to sonics and not only did they go to sonics they also Drop the drink. So wait, they had to go back and get another drink. Ah, so I'm just there waiting. I see the location. I thought they was coming. They wasn't coming. I thought they was coming. They wasn't coming. They finally make it. They walk out the car. They walk to the side. And it was a beautiful display. The weather was nice. The grass was green. The fall was falling. It was a beautiful day. She wanted a private proposal with just them two. I didn't know this. My baby sister told my little sister and my little sister coordinated everything. So she made sure nobody was there but me. Ah, so it was fun. I'm running with the camera. I'm shooting. I'm running. I'm shooting. I'm looking down, making sure I don't fall in the grass and over a tree branch or something. And the moment was just beautiful. I didn't hear anything that he said. I seen the expression on her face. I felt the love in the air. I seen her excitement. And just that proves that I am a dope ass big brother because I have not only have one little sister that's married. Now I have a baby sister that's in the process of getting married and I raised them. Yes, 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 yes. But it was a great feeling just seeing my baby sister smile. You know, unfortunately, my, my mom's not here physically to see all these accomplishments that the family is making, but I know that we will be all over Facebook if she was here. That's why I just got to go harder and make sure that I'm there as much as I can to continue to support them through everything. And with that being said, I, I know my baby sister is going to hear this, and I, I know that you have a, a big heart. You have a great mind. You have a great village of people that continue to pour and support you. Just respect, own up, honor accept the love, continue to walk in your truth and tell your story, continue to thrive in your greatness. And for your future husband, thank you for getting her off our hands. So that phone bill, y'all can figure that out. I've been paying this phone bill for four, five, six years. So it's good. Now I can save a little money because she is all yours. And like I tell all of my sisters, cousins, every female in my life, once you have a boyfriend, you can't call me and ask me for nothing. They have to. 
If you really need it, they will call and figure it out. So now I love how you all love on each other. With any relationship, the journey is not going to be smooth all the time. It's not going to be rocky all the time. But you have to be able to ride with the punches, not physical. Because I don't care if you play football, but these hands lethal. But being able to thrive through that, continue to strive for if there's more education in order to get you in places and rooms that you want to be in, do it. If there's a better job for you to have the lifestyle that you all want, do it. If there's anything that I can assist you all in this journey, hit me up. I got y'all. And although we are all far away, St. Louis, Indiana, Orlando, now Houston, we always just a phone call away. We all just a text thread away. I love y'all. Always, big bro. Thank you all for having me a part of this memorable moment. I want to salute the listeners for allowing me to share this moment because a lot of these things my baby sister haven't heard me say just yet. And if y'all have a younger sibling in y'all life that's doing some great things, I highly suggest you all reach out to them and let them know that you appreciate them and that you're always there. Peace and love. Thank y'all valiants for being a part of this journey. Make sure y'all continue to engage on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bell's World Podcast. If you want to sponsor or be a guest on an upcoming episode, feel free to shoot us an email at Podcast at ldmonger.com. Do not hesitate to hit us up on Anchor and leave a voice memo and hear yourself on an upcoming episode. Veil's World can be heard on all the podcast platforms. I'm talking Apple. I'm talking Spotify and many more. And before you leave, make sure you hit the subscribe, share button, tell a friend to tell a friend. And yes, reviews are always wanted. Let the world know how you really feel. And I can't forget support. Become a monetary investor for as little as 99 cents a month. And we can take this thing a long way. Peace and love. It's the team.